0: This is Jonathan Hooge with Hooges on the Rocks, and with me as always is Jordan Hooge, my wife, and
1: my wife,
0: my wife, and also I have sex with her. That's inappropriate. Sorry. Um, anyways, so we're gonna see, we usually start this podcast now. With, uh, different things um, that we're going to talk about. It, uh, this is a rock and roll podcast, basically rock legends, rock stories, rock whatever.
1: Classic rock.
0: Classic rock, mostly rap, might slip in there a little bit. We might do a story on Biggie oh, or something. Like this
1: guy's that. talking about Biggie, please.
0: Yeah, so we might do something. You don't like know nothing that. about Biggie. I don't know nothing about Biggie, but you know something about Biggie. I do know some stuff. Okay, well then we'll talk about Biggie next time. (laughs) Anyways, if you guys want to hear stories uh, and you're not sure and you'd like us to do the investigating for yourselves, just let us know. Let us know what you want to hear about because I'm going to keep doing shit that I like. And if you don't like it, then what's the point of this podcast? Anyways, today... I was kind of putting this off because I wanted to, or we were kind of putting this off because uh, we wanted to kind of get better at doing a podcast before we started into the real- The really good topic, Really, really good stuff. And I just wanted to jump into this one today because it is-
1: Because fuck it, who cares if we're not good? You're listening anyway. Yeah,
0: you guys are listening, so who gives a fuck, but- This is just one of the most amazing stories, and I'll let Jordan give you a little history first, but let me just tell you the introduction. Um, Basically, it's uh, about the Boston Gardens in 1968, April 5th, with Mr. Dynamite himself, James
1: James Brown.
0: Brown. The most amazing entertainer that you will ever see if you've ever seen him live. The Godfather of Soul. Godfather of Soul. I'm sure he's got a thousand names. But he did something almost godlike during this concert. And it's something that you can see, but I won't go into that. I'd like to uh, first have Jordan give you a little bit of history.
1: Yeah. Uh, Let's talk about what life was like during that time. I'll just briefly go into this shit uh, because we weren't alive during that time. And I'm assuming our listeners weren't alive at that time. Um, Starting in 64, that's when the Civil Rights Act was finally signed by Lyndon B. Johnson, which brought an end to the separate but equal bullshit. Um, And then obviously there was the prolific march that King led from Selma to Montgomery. That was in 65. And the Voting Rights Act was actually passed in 65 as well. 67 was a big year for the civil rights movement there was they called the summer the long and hot summer of 67 because there was a total of 159 riots that year and something else kind of crazy that happened that year that I do want to touch on is um, Muhammad Ali declined going to the Vietnam War he decided not to join and I just Feel like speaking on that because you know i don't blame him how how can you expect someone to go fight for a country when the country hasn't been fighting for you i mean his right to vote just became legalized in 65 i mean does that not blow your mind i mean what's a what's a veterans perspective on that
0: uh we used to have a saying i'm not going to be able to say on the podcast uh when we, now, I did two tours in Iraq uh, for a war that I'm not going to go into or talk too much about, but uh, we just used to have a saying. And I think uh, if you look at the history of Vietnam and what black uh, or African American men said, we kind of said the same thing. So that's all I'll, uh, yeah. I'll touch on that.
1: Yeah. I mean, just, just to top that little factor off, um, in all of the vietnam casualties african american men made up 12.4% of the total casualties and this is for a time like i said a country that didn't respect them that just gave them the right to vote it, it's just kind of insane to me and then we have the day before the concert which is what we're going to talk about the day before was april 4th april 4th 1968 it was the day that dr king was assassinated
0: by james earl ray it
1: was supposed- awful Supposedly, it was awful. Um, it created a huge wave of civil disturbance all throughout the United States. They say it was the greatest social unrest that we've had since Civil War, and probably since then. I can't think of. I mean, I know shit's well, been testing now. But
0: it, the, the funny thing is, Jordan, is that uh, you you look at things that that, that cause riots today, um, even since like uh, back in nineteen eighty four. Like, um, uh, what's his name? Um, whoever caused the riot in 1994 uh, by... Rodney th- King? Rodney King. Rodney King, like you see like...
1: Insane.
0: You know, just it, Insane brutality from police forces. Insane shit happening from that point on and just all these riots happening. This was their leader. Right? I mean, African-American... This was an African-American leader. This was end- this Murdered, Murdered, yeah, murder. Shot in the neck. This was not just a normal person who had been uh, persecuted against.
1: This, this was the leader of the civil rights movement. The leader,
0: the leader, yes, of the civil rights movement. And I, I'm, I know you guys are wondering where's the story going to go if you don't know where it's going to go, and it's going to go. Into something absolutely amazing. But Jordan, go ahead and finish the uh, Well,
1: really, I mean, that is the history. It was awful. Um, There was, you know, the the year of all those riots. And then, obviously, his uh, assassination, you know, sparked a bunch of riots as well. But what we're going to talk about is the very next day, April 5th, the day after his assassination, in Boston, Massachusetts, I've been trying to say that all day and I can't fucking say it right, Massachusetts a little positive history took place. The whole city was scrambling to get prepared for the rioting and looting they knew was coming, but they forgot that Mr. Dynamite James Brown himself was also coming to perform at Boston Gardens that night. And um, it had been scheduled for a couple of months, but the mayor uh, gave serious consideration into canceling it um, just because afraid of the riots, afraid it was going to get violent because, like I said, the leader of the civil rights movement, had just been assassinated. But luckily, um, an, a young African-American councilman came up with a solution by finding a way to broadcast a live show for free
0: WGBH to in Boston. To
1: every Boston home. And why don't you tell them how and why it worked?
0: Okay. Um, as, as I go into this, uh, I just, and I'm going to talk about the this is such an important. It's such an important thing to me because rock and roll means so much to me. You know, I yeah. I talk to anybody that knows me. I've been to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame like a
1: bazillion times, like twelve
0: times now. Like it is my church, it is my safe
1: haven. It's
0: yeah, everything. It's it, it, it. I feel cleansed as I walk out of there, and this just kind of proves the power of rock and roll. And I'll, I'll talk about that as well, but. Um, what the, the, what we're about to talk about is the most important concert of Mr. Dynamite's career, uh, James Brown, or maybe actually in history, maybe yeah, one of the top 10 most important concerts of all time, just behind like live aid, George's Bangladesh concert. Um, and as Jordan said, uh, Kevin White, uh, the mayor of Boston, Boston almost canceled the show due to the unrest of many white and black Americans. Can you imagine
1: if he would have canceled the show? Like what would have happened?
0: That's, that's why like, this is a once upon a time in rock and roll. In Hollywood. Once upon a time in Boston. Quentin
1: Tarantino, we just gave you a movie idea.
0: Yeah. Due to the unrest of many white and black Americans after Martin's death, uh, and other uh, African-American castle, like you said, said to broadcast it for free um, to a- everyone.
1: Every home in Boston
0: could watch yeah. it. Uh, James Brown had a concert at Boston Gardens on April 5th,
1: 1968. The day after. The just to
0: reiterate. Yeah, the day after Martin Luther King was shot. So everybody's expecting Ryan. James, and
1: rightfully so, James,
0: yeah, and right and rightfully so. We'll get into that as well. Uh, and James started the the show with a story. He started. He said that he used to shine shoes in front of a radio station, and uh, when he was a little kid, and he said, "I shine shoes in front of that radio station. They would never play my music." Well, guess what? Uh, I now own that radio station. That's and everybody, so awesome. you know, went into applause. It's an amazing story. And I now own that radio station and that's just a proof of black power. Yeah. And that's how I started out the concert. Yeah. So the concert starts out and it just uh you know goes goes normal for a while. Everybody's having fun. The concert goes smooth and near like the middle things start to get out of the hand a little bit. A young teenager, and you can watch this video.
1: We're going to post a clip of it on our Instagram, so you can check
0: it out there. But I suggest you watch it otherwise. I'm jumping ahead, too. Um, The concert goes smooth, and uh, in the middle of the concert, a young teenager jumps on stage, and a police officer, a white police officer, literally grabs him and throws him off the stage. And Brown says... Uh, hold on, and this is verbatim, hold on, hold on, hold on, it's alright, and then he invites the kid back on stage and he arrests the, the rest of the crowd kind of follows, and at this point the band, and it has, there's interviews of the band as well talking about this, they're starting to get very nervous uh, because there's tons of people that just start storming the stage and Mr. Dynamite, Mr. James Brown, the man himself himself he doesn't get he doesn't get nervous he doesn't he gets upset
1: yeah you can't you can't make a guy like that nervous
0: and i can't really talk about this without kind of tearing up a little bit because he's just so amazing and again the the video please 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 watch the video it is just so beautiful it is so incredible um I lost my spot because I was I was just thinking about the, the video. <laughs> if it doesn't bring a tear to your eye and just make you so proud of our brothers in rock and roll, you should just stop listening to our podcast. Yeah,
1: clearly it's not the right audience.
0: It's not. It's not <laughs> for you because this stuff is this stuff is so important. It's so important.
1: It's the power of rock and roll. I mean, it has power. It's amazing.
0: Yeah. So, anyways, James Brown, uh, it, you know, it has all these people coming up. On the stage, they're storming the stage now and the band is starting to nervous, getting ready to jump out of there and run away. And it it looks like it's about to become a riot. James Brown says, we are black. We are black. Are we together or are we apart? And this is verbatim. You're making black people look bad. You're not being fair to me. You're not being fair to yourselves. You are not being fair to your race. Now just sit down. And saying that to a crowd Like this, that is just thousands of people going nuts and is ready to just, you know, tear the city to the ground because they just lost somebody so dear to them. It's James Brown. So whatever James Brown says, that's what you do. And every single one of them sat down and said, listen, he said, listen, we're going to, we are black people. You need to be proud of who you are. And we're going to listen to the show. And I need to play this show and you can't be up here. You can't be acting like this. Now let's go on with the show. And believe it or not, watch watch the video. Everybody listens. It's so insane. They go back to their seats. Everybody goes back to their seats calmly, even though they were five seconds before just on stage with James Brown pushing and shoving, pushing and shoving and going nuts. And uh, then he goes into what Mick Jagger calls, uh, calls uh, hypnotizing the crowd. He always called James Brown the hypnotizer of the yeah. crowd. Because everybody knows everyth- everything. All that, the moves he can do. Every Mick Jagger move that he's gotten, he's gotten from... He's uh,
1: stolen from James Brown.
0: James Brown. And anybody that knows Rock and Roll knows that. But anyways, so... Uh, Everybody calls him the king. Like his band, were like, like he's the king. He, yeah. like, they couldn't believe that he did this, he, he, and he is the king. He it is, is the king. Yeah. At this point, he's the king of soul. He's the king of. Well,
1: and another thing that I think we should touch on is we we said that it was broadcast to every Boston home. Yes, this is the day after he was Martin Luther King was assassinated. Boston had the lowest crime rate for not only the day after Martin Luther King was murdered, also for Friday night history. The history of Boston's crime was low, all because of one man putting on one show.
0: So just so you know, one man, one concert, stopped the entire city from not only rioting, but stopped the city from crime in general. On that Friday night, it was the lowest crime rate in Boston's history. And this was after something so huge. Yeah. Something so monumental and only horrible only
1: one awful. man. Only one man could do it. Only one, he, and
0: it was the one. And it's James Brown. It's it's they like, why it's so amazing. It's just so amazing. And please watch the video. It yes. Is, if it's just a tear jerker. But uh back to the story. Um you know, James Brown is telling everybody to sit down, shut up, enjoy the show, act like human beings, so on, so on, so on. Um, and, you know, I'm not really even saying that, you know, that that African-Americans, white Americans, or anybody in general, shouldn't have rioted.
1: No, they should have, and that's the whole point of this. Yeah, They should have, and any it's other night they would bullshit. have, but one man, the power of rock and roll, stopped it from happening
0: made made peace happen made peace happen in this in this tiny little concert in the entire city of Boston It's amazing It's incredible and so let's you know, wrap it up all right okay I would like to finish the podcast you know just on a note just because this kind of reminds me of that but I'd like to finish the podcast on uh, you know be good to yourselves be happy you know be proud of who you are. Someone out there loves you. And if you're listening to this podcast, we love you. We love you so much. Uh, these are rough times we're going through. And the only way to get through it is together. And so peace and love for me and Jordan.
1: We love you. We're
0: always going to be here for you. And we're going to keep doing what we're doing. If you like it. If and, you like
1: us, give us a follow. And and if, if you want to hear something, let us know. Want
0: stories, let us know, but you know, stay good to yourself. and We love you.